Becky caught me off guard on Wednesday or Thursday or something like that. And we just oh, had them lice. <laughs> can see where this is going. <laughs> she um, in the bathroom. I was having some alone time. <laughs> <laughs> the shampoo was meant to be there. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt. I'm a 30-something with a four-year-old stepdaughter and a newborn baby. And I'm Daniel, I'm a 30-something, and I've had kids for a while, ranging from toddlers to teens. Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Ramblings of Dadmen. If we ever get our own Patreon, we would tell our subscribers why dolphins are very, very horrible people. But we can't yet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I'll just leave it as that. How are you, Dan? Oh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Just, just so everybody knows, there are some things that unfortunately do not make the edit. <laughs> some things are better off. <laughs> yeah, better off not said. Yeah. Yeah. How, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, really good. Yeah. The cats are more than that. Just really good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's all been good, apart from our kitchen is falling to pieces. Our oven's broke, our washing machine's broke. Every time you run a bath, the pissing roof leaks. <laughs> You're not having a good time in the kitchen. Which is good when you have two kids and one of them refuses to have a shower anyway. So she's a bath girl. Every every time you do the washing up, you need a brolly now. <laughs> but apart from that, we, we, we're doing all right. We've had to use various favours in terms of washing over the past couple of days because... This is one thing you never prepared me for being a parent is the amount of washing that you have to do. Well, again, I'm going to call pre-pod, mate. I think I've said it every fucking week. I'm no. surprised your washing machine is not on every day. No, you did call me. I, I'm going to I'm gonna tick off the pre-pod when this, you did warn me about it. This is sleep deprivation at its finest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it won't get easier for a while. No. No, well, that's oh. something we're gonna we can discuss actually slightly because as we move into term fives to leap leap twos, um, I've read up on <laughs> leap four, which is daunting. <laughs> and we can is talk that the about one that things. lasts about two and a half weeks? Oh, I think this one said that it lasts for about six, but there are like absolute oh. rotters. Yeah, so I see, I don't know whether that that, that app's a good thing or a bad thing. I I, I remember looking at it and thinking. Well, we've got a good couple of weeks, and that sort of did marry up, and she was, you know, a good couple of weeks, and then there was a rough couple of weeks, and just having the foresight that she's going to be a shit house, that just demotivates you to want to be alive. <laughs> Stopped up your air, your beer fridge extra for that one, for that week. I was researching into it. Our leap, the bad one, the next bad one that we've got, has like two storm clouds. We've basically timed this that we booked a holiday about 18 months ago, only like to a little caravan park or something like that. We booked it ages ago, and it's coincidentally coincides <laughs> when this holiday is going on. So we have an extra caravan bedroom. Um, so we're just inviting everyone to come stay for a couple of days on this holiday <laughs> because we're like, can we go on holiday and deal with this screaming child that's going to be horrible? So, yeah, you know... Yeah. How's your week been then, my friend? You know, usual stuff we work during the week. We tend not to do too much these days in the week. But uh, yesterday, 
uh, every man's worst nightmare happened. We went shopping for the day. Oh. So that was fun. Dragged around from shop to shop. Stood looking at the same clothes in every shop. <laughs> it's great. How's then, the shopping? Is she, uh, is she there? Oh, I like this, but I'm not too sure. I, I might come back to that one later. I'll go look at another shop. <laughs> or is she the kind of one that, oh, yeah, that'll do. I'll get everything. No, she's definitely the former. She likes taking the time, which I, I get. That's fine. But then she quite often will will get 10 items of clothes, go to the changing rooms and come out with none of them. I've got clothes that I've bought that I didn't like when I got them home, but I still wear them because I refuse to take them back. And the latter. <laughs> no shopping I, I, trip for me has ever lasted more than an hour. I am looking at a pair of jeans that I bought a couple of days ago. And let's just say I, I bought the wrong size. Um, <laughs> if I hold the legs up, the waist goes up to my nipples. <laughs> like, they are that long. Have you been shopping in the pregnancy section again? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, even worse, boohoo. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm, I'm just never going to get them back. I'll just rather lose it, however much they cost me. <laughs> just lose it. It's fine. I did have every intention of uh, sending them back, and Becky said, "Oh, I'll do it for you. It just makes more sense." And then um, my mother came round today, who, who actually was a savior, but she tried to do a very kind, motherly thing to throw away some of the rubbish that's in our dining room um, and she's thrown away the return bags anyway so I'm fucking stuck with them <laughs> there you go you've got to get pregnant now <laughs> yeah cut the weekend off though with today we've been up to Hay Hall All right, at, okay. at a nice little dog walk which actually conveniently links to some of the parenting highs and lows for me it relates to the dog and I know this one's a bit of a loose parenting high and low I still see the dog as one of the kids Fuck off, right? Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Apologies for anyone who's eaten at this point. She had a stool that was less than solid. For, for people that don't know, my dog is is white. Yeah, so that was that was stuck. I tried to get it off with a poo bag unsuccessfully. And then Beck said, Oh, I know what, let's just walk to the bathroom, this is a toilet. So I'll get you some toilet roll and you can you know try and clean it up. Great. Just come out, hand of wet tissue, hand of dry tissue. You know, I did my best to try and clean her up. It was just yellow. yellow. It was, yeah, not a pretty sight. So definitely parenting low there. And then we had to, we, we made the decision, we're, we're going to have to go home. And then Georgia started sulking because we'd come to the park and promised her, that, well, we'd come to her home and promised her that she could go on the park. So, yeah, we had to stand around with a dog. So, yeah, that, that, that was definitely a parenting low. Oh, and a parenting fail at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Having a two-month-year-old daughter, I can absolutely totally relate on the loose stools. <laughs> so Robin has um, a little routine now where she will tend to go every other day around the same time and then shit for about four times in an hour. And I swear to God, we were having a curry the other day. I'm sorry, it was like vegan meatballs in like a, a curried sauce. I, I can't really explain it. Becky made it. It was lovely. But it was the same consistency <laughs> and the same like it was just it, there was no difference to it. And I, I was just changing the nappy just before I had my tea. And I'm thinking this is just exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Never get a Kima Karma. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't look pretty. Tastes amazing. Just doesn't look nice. Yeah. I mean, before I kick into my parenting, what have you been up to this week? <laughs> 
Monday to Friday is Monday to Friday. Like I say, a lot of work. Obviously, we briefly discussed last week um, that Flossie has has had the chicken pox. So we haven't actually seen her this this week. She stayed at her, her dad's and her, her nan's just to help out, really. Apparently, anyone with chicken pox should stay away from newborns, especially if you're breastfeeding. So luckily, everyone was really nice about it. So we, you know, we managed to see her yesterday. Re- really happy to see us for about 15 seconds before <laughs> before she's like, this is my house now. We actually went to a, um, a birthday party yesterday. It was a, a, a friend of Becky's. Um, it's um, a one-year-old birthday party. So it was bedlam, as you can imagine. But that was nice. And today we've we've actually had quite a bit of a, a relaxing day. How dare you? Until, well, from about 12-ish anyway. So Robin didn't really sleep very well last night. Flossie was up at her usual six o'clock in the morning, bouncing on us, asking us to, you know, put a film on or do something. She was like, come on, it's time to get up. And it was just, it did, just this morning was quite difficult. We, we couldn't get lots done. The washing machine had broke. This is going into my parenting high, to be honest, as well. So this is this is where we're going with it. I asked my my mum to see. Said, "Oh, is there any chance you can come and have a look at this washing machine? I, I don't know what we've done. Joe's quite handy." So he ended up coming down, and my niece ended up coming down as well, who apparently is living at my mum's now. <laughs> she's not. She's just always there. We, my niece Flossie and Robin, we ended up going to the park just for an hour to get out of the house because it was a bit chaotic. Um, that gave Becky a chance to go and shower <laughs> at half twelve. So that's the kind of day we've had. Anyway, this is all sorted and our parenting high and it, it seemed quite insignificant in the scheme of things. But uh, Flossie was having a really good time playing with Chloe, uh, playing with, you know, my, my mom and, and, and Joe for a little bit to the fact that didn't want them to go home. So I went upstairs and I was doing some washing and my mum said, you just need them to, to have a sleep for an hour. And I'm like, honestly, Flossie never sleeps. She she does not go to sleep. Robin obviously does, but she'll wake up and then for 13, 14 hours, that's fine. She's high energy. And she's like, well, I'll take her if you want. I'll take her for an hour or so. We'll go out or something. Anyway, to put into context is that Be- uh, when Becky is in sight, Flossie does not go anywhere outside of Becky's proximity she's 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 very much a mummy's boy but mm. a bit of a high today was like we said like do you want to go play with Chloe my niece still and that means that you'll go go with my mum for a little bit and go to warehouse and go get something to eat and she said yes but yes without thinking about it and that seems right really insignificant but to us that's a huge thing a huge thing that Flossie is comfortable around them enough to to go on them and kind of solidifying the families i guess so that was that was a real high for us yeah. sorry that we've got a little bit serious there but it was no, just no, a, no, no. It, it was just a just a nice moment I, it's important. I get into, yeah. yeah yeah it is it is important I, and i get it it is nice when things like that happen yeah but but usually and i mean this is this is with becky's side of the family as well she's very flossy is very hesitant to to go anywhere where Becky doesn't have him. You know, we, we explained the situation. We said that we'll come and pick him up in a little bit. And Becky uh, and Chloe, uh, oh God, I was going to say Robin, then I'd, I'd, get, I'd get to the right name eventually. And Fossey was like, okay, bye. And she's just ran my rum ragged for a couple of hours. So. <laughs> but that's given us a chance to like proper look into the, you know, get 
get some washing machine done, looking to get in an oven and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Some, you know, boring adult stuff that you needed to do. No, I hate being a grown-up. Yeah. Boring, isn't it? It really, really is. So that's um, my parenting high. Parenting low is is more of a parenting fail, and it's not so much anything that I've done parenting-wise. Becky caught me off guard on Wednesday or Thursday or something like that, and we just oh, had them lice... <laughs> see where this is going <laughs> she um, in the bathroom i was having some alone time <laughs> <laughs> the shampoo was meant to be there <laughs> i'd spilled some mayonnaise on the floor i was cleaning it up <laughs> and she just walked in at the wrong moment it's shaving foam <laughs> no no nothing like that but we just had a very rare 50 minutes Robin was asleep. Flossie was asleep at a decent time. And we just had like a nice 15 minutes talking to each other, which which you don't seem to get as parents, especially with a newborn. You're just talking. And then Becky went, do you know what? I think I think I could do it. I think I could have another kid. Oh, my God. Wow. I was like, I was like what? She goes, well, what, what what do you think? I said, well, I'm, I'm fine to practice if you want. And she's like... <laughs> And she's like, yeah, should we? Should we? Should we have? A, should 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 we have another kid? I feel like I feel ready. I feel like I think I, think I could have another kid this year. Just just like, someone to explain to her how hormones work that you have peaks and troughs. Well, well, let me get to the point. I was like, right, okay, okay, <laughs> fine, fine. And then her face changed. She was like, no, you dickhead. You have to be stronger than this. <laughs> You have to be stronger. Like, <laughs> no. I'm going to come on and say things like this, and you're going to have to say no. <laughs> oh, so wow. I, uh, I, I, I fell at the first hurdle. <laughs> I've got a new fair respect for Becky, but does she not know, right? Asking any bloke, right? You want sex? Yeah. No. <laughs> I've got to say no. Why, why would you do that? <laughs> so, um,. I thought that was quite a funny story, but um, I fell right into a trap, I guess, for want of a better phrase. You tried doing it. I, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we probably have to think about making bad decisions when we're drunk, so. Well, my parents and I was a little bit more serious, but like you said, something small. Everyone's been testing for COVID, all of that standard routine testing, and the kids have to do it twice a week for school. Georgia's had this thing where she's been really, she hates having the, the swabs stuck up her nose and you know, to the point where it's like fear. And yeah. as soon as you're even going anywhere near her nose, did it once and literally touched the tip of her nose. She flicked her head back, knocked the thing everywhere. It was just absolute pandemonium. So anyway, we've, we've sort of talked her into it and just sort of said, look, count how many times I've got to turn it around. In doing that, we've refocused her attention, and she's actually now got over that fear and gone to the other end of the spectrum where she actually loves being tested. Wow. To the point where I had to do it midweek on her. She came downstairs at 7 o'clock in the morning, and she followed me downstairs. So, ready for my test now? Wow. Oh, okay. It's a gateway, that. First first it'll be a, first it's a swab, <laughs> then it'll be a cotton bug. Before you know it, she'll be a, she, she's sticking marbles up her nose. Yeah, the toilet brush, you know. 
Well, oh, definitely, it's just a high for me that she's overcome a fear. I think that's the big thing. Uh, obviously, it's something that's really important. She has to do anyway. But the fact that she's overcome a fear so easily and just from refocusing her attention on a specific bit. Yeah, I just thought that was quite cool. That's really good. In terms of actual stuff, then, there's no Podmin from me. I don't know if you've got any. don't think there's any from me. Success. All right. Swiftly moving on, then. Recommendations. Which we still need a jingle for. We we do need a jingle for. Our Netflix has been down this week. I, 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 I don't know what I've been able to do with myself, to be honest with you. Oh, well, um, maybe that's why you started talking about having another kid. Oh, well, maybe, yeah. Uh, apparently, it's something to do with a DSS feed. So so we, we, we haven't really been watching anything. So my recommendation this week is Sherry. What, the lady from around the corner? Or no, just normal sherry. sherry. I quite like it. It's worth a try. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a bottle. It's uh, doing see, the job. This, this is not recommendations of the week now. This is curveball of the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah. Sherry. I had, buy, I had to buy a bottle when, yeah. I, when the I The only the person I've ever known to drink sherry is Doc Cotton. Well, yeah, and well, my my nan used to drink it, and it, and it used to be the thing over at Christmas. I, I always remember her having a, a like a tiny little glass at Christmas when you were pouring it for Father Christmas, and and I don't know why. I just thought, ah, oh, fancy it. I, I wonder what it's like. Tried it. It's pretty good. <laughs> so, have a bottle of sherry and let us know what you think. Yeah, okay. I mean, I can't argue with it. <laughs> I know it's quite sweet. Maybe I'll try it. Well, I've had Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so I've not been drinking any sherry. I've completely destroyed. I've caught up and finished Ozark. All right. Okay. This series four is part one. They've left it on a massive cliffhanger. The second series was getting a bit semi, a bit boring. And then towards the end of the second series... It started ramping up, and then they had some shocking things, like some shocking deaths just randomly happen out of nowhere. And then through the third series, they had quite a lot of those, to the point where the series three finale, Beck's not watched it, but I actually rewound it and went, just watch the last fucking 15 seconds here. She had no context over what was happening. My jaw literally hit the floor. Wow. Like You expect the opposite to happen, and then this happens. It started to grip me again. So I blasted through all of the fourth series. Wow. And you can see certain storylines spinning up. And, and again, there's been a few shocking deaths. But you genuinely cannot see where the bigger story, the bigger picture is going. So mm-hmm. I am excited for, series, for, for part two. That sounds good. If you're into into drug stuff, I, mean, I don't mean if you're into drugs, but <laughs> if you're into sure, stuff yeah. that involves the like cartels and all of that, I, I genuinely, I, I would recommend also. The second series is a bit boring. The first series is okay. The third and fourth series, pull it back. There you go. Yeah, I think I, I definitely started watching the first series, and I, I can't remember how I got into the second. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I did, and I think I slowed it down then. So maybe I'll, I'll ramp it up again. But it was a long time ago when I started watched it. So my next yeah. one's going to be Gotham. Gotham, right? Okay. I started watching something today, and. It hit me that I've become a dad. This is... Is it how to clean babysick out of a carpet? Honestly, it's worse. (laughs) It's worse than that. I could could absolutely imagine my granddad watching it or something like that. I watched a programme with James May in it 
how to build a lawnmower piece by piece from scratch. <laughs> Is that the most dad thing ever? Yeah. <laughs> I'd say that's probably close to that's the most granddad thing I've ever heard. Yeah, right. And I, I watched this. I had Robin on me. She was asleep. We're having a great time. I just watched this. I thought this is really relaxing. <laughs> like, I know how to build a lawnmower now. <laughs> well, it's called the reassembler. If uh, <laughs> on Prime, if that's uh, nope. your thing. Nope, not going there. I'm still <laughs> a young dad. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Before we go into like our main oh. subjects, for for want of a better word, I thought of a could be could be like a little little piece that we could do every week just like a funny moment like how kids like say stuff and i'm sure you've got this with georgia and callum where where you just look at it and think that's the funniest thing i've ever heard in my life <laughs> i want to take you back to about four hours ago where uh flossy said uh to mommy mommy um Ro- robin's hungry what time is boob o'clock? <laughs> as Fossey mimics breastfeeding with a teddy as well, trying to fit in with a mum. Like, this is the things that, like, <laughs> really yeah. make it worth it, isn't it? I mean, I can't think of anything specifically George has said. She's come out with some absolute crackers before, one of which was just talking to her grandma about her shoes. And she went, I want I want some shoes like you. She thought, well, what do you mean? I want, I want some of them shoes with lifters on. So we're all looking at each other going, she had about lifters. And she went, you know, them things that lift you up. Basically, she was talking about heels. Right. <laughs> but like, the way kids just start sort of interpret the world, I get what you mean. Yeah, brilliant. Oh. So I will try and jot a couple down that George has done through the week. Okay, so one of the things that I think would be good to talk about this week is it's a it's a hot topic, but it, it is in some households sibling rivalry. And if you, oh. I know firsthand that you've experienced that with Adam and Jessica, mm-hmm. but you know if you've got any stories in particular that stand out, I know Beck has sort of experienced that more jealousy, I suppose, than anything in certain aspects with her brothers. But I, I see that with Georgia and Callum a lot. Quite often, if they're sat together eating and Beck's you know, doing the washing or whatever and I'm upstairs, you'll hear them two just winding each other the fuck up. Oh, really? Yeah, just, just me mooring at each other. Nothing big, but it's just why it's nice to hear. Your Callum will just say something to wind Georgia up and then before you know it, it'll escalate into tears. Our sibling rivalry in terms of my brother and, and my sister, there is no contest. Jessica, you are the favourite. <laughs> like, <laughs> like there's, there's no contest with this. My, my, my brother always, like, we always have this argument. She is the favourite. I always remember one Christmas where me and my brother got 30 quid and Jessica got an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it's fine. We were older. We could, you know, we, we laugh about it. We, we're not bothered, but she, she's definitely the favourite. <laughs> With Christmas, like, should you get the same? And this is a controversial topic, but should you get the same spent on you as Jessica? Because obviously she's considerably younger. When you were that age, were you getting that amount spent on you? We probably weren't um, had that 
spent on us when we were younger, but it was a completely different situation. My, you, you know, my, my parents didn't have that much money when when me and Adam were growing up. I, I mean, like lots of our parents, I would imagine, you know, you, yeah. you grow money, you get money as you spend it a little bit more wisely as you, you know, things start to disappear in terms of bills and stuff like that. You get more money as you go older. And I think Jessica was just fortunate that as she was growing up, my parents were more comfortable. I, you know I would wager, though, that if your mum and dad could have done with you and Adam, they would. Well, I always remember one of my favourite ever presents was, like, a Nintendo 64 when I was 11. And, mm. and when you factor that into, like, how much that would have been, that was probably the same as an iPad. So, you know, like we didn't go without. We were very much, like, looked after as kids. And as we got older, you don't want stuff like that, or you can afford stuff like that. I want a Nintendo 64 now just to play Goldeneye. <laughs> well, yes, yeah. I, I mean, if someone bought me an N64 now, that would be uh, be fantastic. I always remember when I got that N64 as well. It was just after we um, came back of a of a rugby tour, and and I remember just coming back and then getting my my present, which was which was this. So you know, my my brother was the same. He got a PlayStation, which was comparable at the time. Um, so we never went went without. We always got the presents we wanted, but I think it was a bit more of a struggle. And and of course, if again we talked about this when when Beck and Becky were on the on on the podcast, isn't it? Like Beck feels she had a different upbringing. Probably the same for Jess as well, where she thinks that she dealt things different. And of course, the the difference with Jess as well is that she practically grew up with my mum and dad splitting up as well. So double the presents anyway <laughs> whereas me and adam at the time probably just wanted beer money anyway in terms of um beck uh, in in flossy and robin we are starting to see not so much rivalry but that kind of fight for attention not from well i mean kind of from robin's side as well robin uh, robin is you know she's eight weeks old she's actually two weeks old yesterday sorry two months old yesterday um <laughs> God, that was bad, wasn't it? <laughs> um, Saved yourself a pop, man. I know, yeah. You know, we've started to see that development with her, which is brilliant. You know, she's we're having loads more smiles about her. She's starting to track noises that she hears, and she's starting to look around, and she she's starting to to make noises, and you know, she's she's just starting to develop that little personality. And of course, what comes with that is she now likes the attention. You know, she she. You know, she will, like, scream a little bit or, you know, look at you as you disappear somewhere else. If, I don't know if I, she's sat on me and Becky goes out the, the room. She's following her, you know, which is lovely. But Floss is kind of picking up on that as well. And and because, Floss, uh, because Robin is so, like, not so much demanding of attention, but she needs his attention, you know. It's, at some point, you can't, you can't put her down. You're walking down the hall with her because she's... You know, she's upset. She's trying to communicate. But Flossie is like, actually, well, how can I get this attention back on me? And does this mean that I have to cry a little bit louder or make a bigger noise by, by jumping off a bed? Or we are starting to have this not so much rivalry, but fight for attention. And is that something that you ever had, had to deal with? Not a calm and Georgia, no. Obviously, Callum was sort of getting into the back end of primary school when yeah. 
Georgia was born, maybe a little bit when she was first born, but we included him a lot. And I think that was the thing. He was a different age range. The other other way around, we do see that out of Georgia with the dog. Where if we've oh, got to really? do, yeah, like if we've got to do something with the dog, Georgia always has to be. You know, she wants to be involved, and she's throwing herself in there to try and help. It sort of goes unnoticed a little bit because it's the dog. I guess we know your dog's like your little little pride and joy and your little butt. And I guess Georgia's feeling that well, actually, that should be me. But it's slightly different. But I can kind of see where she's coming off of. But it's, I guess it's hard to manage, but easier to manage because it's the dog as well. Does that make sense? Or, yeah, yeah. Just a bit of a strange one, is it, with rivalries? How do you deal with that as a as a day to day thing? Because the last thing we want to do is, and and Becky's like this as well. I don't want to feel that like Rob uh, Flossie is pushed out because I'm Robin's dad and I'm not her dad in terms of. The- dynamic and I don't want her having to when she's older resenting that a little bit because you know she lives with I mean who knows what's going to happen in a few years time but and I'm sure that Becky doesn't want that as well she wants to because ultimately Flossie is going to be with us 50% of the time where Robin's going to be with us 100% of the time and I don't want her to ever feel resented or have a rivalry with her because of that and I don't want her to feel that Becky has a different relationship with Robin because she's with her all the time. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, and I think the only thing, only way you can sort of do that is for you both to dedicate time to Flossie. Sort of show her that one of you is going to be with her and take it in turns. We've 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 already talked about that in in that Becky's gonna it's and it's only a little thing. She's gonna take Flossie to the cinemas on her own just so they get that mum and daughter time. Well, that was quite sombre. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that, guys. Okay. I mean, one of the other things then that, that did pop up, you, you could have already experienced this. So I'm interested to see if you have, and if not, how you plan to attack it. But is the sort of good cop, bad cop routine when you... Yeah. And, and we struggle with this. We, we really do. Because Flossie doesn't see me as an authoritative figure. And I think I've mentioned that once or twice now. Like, I really struggle, not so much lay the rules down, but I, I struggle with it to get it to listen to me. And I, I always naturally have to play the good cop. But what I have to do is I have to parent it by distracting and bartering, if that makes sense. So, like, we have to always make a game out of it. So, like, if we're talking about how she can eat a tea, rather than me saying, come on, you need to finish this, I need to turn it into a game and saying well I bet you can't eat three spoons in less than a minute or one of the games that we play is she she loves shotgun by George Ezra why I will never know I fucking hate that song I've heard it 70,000 million times I fucking despise George Ezra I had a rant about this at not so much George Ezra, but one particular song which happened to be Shotgun. I remember having a rant about it at work about how I dissected into it, how it's just, I don't like it. There's a reason why fucking kids like it because it's, anyway, that's going off tell you. But she, she, I she think we just it. touched the nerve. Yeah. If you've listened to Shotgun as much as me in the past 12 months, you would, you would understand. But one of the things that we, she tends to do is like, if you play Shotgun, she will, concentrate a little bit more and she'll do stuff like she'll start eating to the tune so it's like 
she she's eating it in rhythm so it's like syncopated and she's actually eating five teaspoons in a minute as opposed to one teaspoon every 45 years is what it feels like so that's how I have to pair and Becky is more authoritarian in terms of she's definitely the the boss figure in the house but she's the boss figure because Flossie respects her (laughs) and that's not to say that she doesn't respect me she does she like she said that she likes me I am definitely an accessory to the parent rather than a parent and maybe that's something to do with with being a, a, a step parent as well. But um, th- th- there's no way that I would have that bad cop persona about me because she just laughed me out the room, to be honest. So that's something I struggle with. And I think that's something that Becky struggles with as well, because, you know, I think Becky sometimes just needs a break and, you know, wants Flossie to listen to me. Um, yeah. But we just have to be... I have to think about how I parent and I have to do that in unorthodox ways. Yeah. I mean, in terms of good cop and bad cop with Georgia and Callum, it depends on the occasion for us. So I sort of get what you're saying with Flossie. And I think you will have a different experience with Robin as that. Yeah. She grows up. And I think, and I think as Flossie grows up as well, I think she'll admittedly, she was turning three, but she was two. Like she was, two two years and 11 months but at some point in her life she's going to remember she's not going to remember a time when I wasn't in it if that makes sense yeah. at some point she's going to start thinking well this is just my you know life Matt lives with oh, my yeah. mom and stuff like that and, and it's just going to be completely normal to her so I'm not I'm not worried about it it's just that I have to engage in a different way yeah in terms of Georgia like I say it depends Who's reacted first? Right, okay. Out of me and Beck. We tend not to, we're both on a similar wavelength. So it's a very supportive thing. If I don't agree with that, I, I won't undermine Beck as a parent in that moment. I'll try and sort of diffuse the situation and calm everyone down and right. then explain that to Beck later on down the line. But it's always very, we are always on the same page. So if one of us is bad cop, <laughs> The other one's going to be bad cop as well. There's no getting out of it. You can't. Yeah. So it, to the other one. For an yeah. SPF. So it's not like you you shouted at George and then she's ran straight to Beck and she's give her a hug and say, oh, don't worry, don't worry about him, kind of thing. And yeah, not so much like demeaned you or undermined you or anything like that, but just trying to comfort a child that's unset. So there's not there's none of that, is there? No, like I say, we we are very much on the same wavelength, really with our parenting style but that's just the way that we work together yeah i mean that sounds well it sounds like you work together well as part of a team it sounds like consistent doesn't it so you know she's not gonna get she's gonna get the same answer from you than she is she's gonna get from her mum as well and yeah and maybe that's 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 what you need unless you know she sort of comes to me and says can i have some chocolate or something and i'll just say yeah not knowing that she's already spoken to Beck. Yeah. In which case, I'll just say, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, so it, it maybe it is Georgia that would play us off. But uh, if that happened, she'd get rumbled very quickly and then she would get told off off both of us. Yeah, just wait till she gets in the teens and she wants some money or something like that, eh? And then she's like, Dad, can I have 20 quid? Mum, can I have 20 quid? Yeah, 40 quid, yeah. there we go. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, why did I never think of that? Get out. Yeah. Okay, so before we sign off, our Instagram story has been very busy, and, and, and thank you for the people that have uh, commented and, and reached out to us. And to th- there was one particular comment that we found hilarious that we uh, that we said we would discuss, and th- and that goes to the person that who we won't name because it still might be a secret, so we don't want to out them yet. <laughs> But to the to the person who knows exactly who who they are and are properly listed, whose um, baby fell off the bed at seven months old and the the bed is four feet high. So for context, we put a few stories out on Instagram. We're trying to be a bit more interactive on there. So by all means, go and find us. And if you've seen one of the stories, shoot us a response. But yeah, that was one of the things. Was uh, is there anything that you'd want to admit to that you maybe haven't told your partner? And yeah, as as Matt said, the baby fell off the bed, four foot high, seven month old, and they still haven't told their partner. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's definitely therapy for that person. Yeah. I mean, I hope everything's okay. Like, I'm sure the baby's <laughs> fine. Like, we we haven't. They didn't mention that, but I'm I'm sure they are fine, which is all good. I mean, babies tend to be like indestructible when they fall over things at that age. Anyway, do they? They know how to fall. They don't. It's fine if they fall over and and, and babies. T- I mean, four foot sounds a pretty high drop for a centimetre, <laughs> though. To be fair, <laughs> I guess it's how you react to the situation as well. If you react, this is something that I've um, found out about parenting: is if you react to something, they'll react a little bit. But so if she falls over and you look worried and you look shocked and you look upset, their natural reaction is to start to cry and worry yeah. but if yeah. you you're nonchalant about it or you turn it into a bit of a joke or you you're very blase about it first you'll be like i'm okay <laughs> and then that i mean she'll literally say that she'll be like i'm white and then that's that's what she'll she'll do so it'd be interesting yeah. to see how you dealt with that at the time person that um you know decided that your your, your baby was a skydiver <laughs> Like, how did you deal with that situation? Did you panic? Did you just laugh it off? Like, <laughs> baby. Like, how, how long did you not sleep for? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have to go to hospital just to check out? Like, did you have to book some secret time off work just to go get a checkup? Yeah, I mean, you're telling us that you've not told your partner. So that's fine. So we're assuming there's no long-standing effects that your partner's not found out about. Yeah, yeah. There's no no amputated toes or anything like that that he doesn't know about yet. Uh, Well, it wasn't my fault, honest. Okay, well, thank you for another evening where I've learned a little bit more about parenting. I hope everybody else has. Or or if you haven't, I hope you've listened to us failing (laughs) and feel a little bit better about yourselves. But yeah, guys, thanks again for listening. Uh, We'll catch you next week. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Thanks, everyone.